What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this week's edition of the Level With You show. My name is Wiley Olmstead, and this week I am joined by the Phantom producer, Tyra Headley. Hey, everybody. How's it going? And he's over there keeping things rolling, as always. The Sub-Zero hero, Kenny Castro. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's up, everybody? Am I the Sub-Zero hero? Am I somebody else? You'll never know. Stay tuned for next time's Project Winter. He's a tricky guy. See half his face, but he's he's all there. I'm here. <laughs> Anthony Duart, the Duartistic one. Hey, what's up? Alrighty. So if you didn't know, this is a weekly video game podcast where we all get together and talk about you guessed it, video games. We also have let's plays up on our channel that you should definitely be checking out. We will have a Cyber Shadow review coming sometime later on this week, and. Yeah, we'll be streaming on Twitch sometimes, everything like that. You can listen to the show later on podcast services. If you want to join our Discord and chat with us regularly, squad up, play some games like the guys did with Project Winter this past week, there is information on how to do that in the video description below. Okay, guys, it's been a week, and it's snowed like three more times since our Celebrating Snow episode. We snowed all day today. It's a regular winter wonderland out there. You guys have to shovel. How are you dealing? I was putting it off. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, you got the snowblower, right? Yeah, but I mean, I really only use it when there's like a real lot of snow. So like the last time it snowed, I mean, I just shoveled that really quickly. Um, and I'll probably just shovel really quickly after the sh- after the show. Okay. And Kenny, you you making the the little man help you out? Nah, little man doesn't help me out. I go out there, <laughs> shovel it out. You know, I think it's, it's still. I think it's still it's still kind of early for that. Eight years old. I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah. didn't start, I didn't start shoveling until I was like 10, 12. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um. Well, what else is going on? Anybody cook anything fun? Do anything noteworthy throughout their week that they want to share with the audience before we get into the gaming goodness? I made pierogies for the first time in a skillet last night, and I. Cooked them a little too uh, hot, a little too quick, but they still turned out okay. Nice. Nice. Proud of you, Anthony. I know you're not uh, always making things from scratch, but uh, you got to start somewhere, and pierogies are definitely a good way to way to go. I was going to ask, did you make those from scratch? No, it's the free. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, knew, I, I know, my, I know my, 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 my brother from another mother, Anthony. I knew it was oh, from yeah. Oh yeah, they're they're good. They're the potato medley. I got them some three cheese in there still too. So I'm gonna cook, cook. next. Uh, next up's gonna be that, but with some kielbasa. Ooh, nice. Well, I'm pretty excited about this uh, blackened salmon recipe that I'm gonna be whipping up after the show. Okay. Um, uh, Sounds really nice, good. Nice new YouTuber who, uh, what's his name, Mister Make It Happen. He seems like he's Mr. got to really make stuff. it happen. So, uh, yeah, I recommend checking his stuff out as well as Not Another Cooking Show, which has changed my life as far as my Italian cooking skills. And I recommend my boy, Benji with Babish. We hang out in New York all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> I think everybody knows Babish at this point. He's gotten to a level that most of the other guys just uh, aren't, aren't quite there yet. I know Pro Home Cooks is pretty damn popular as well. They're sorted. Those are some of the big boy cooking channels, but... I think it's a great way to learn how to cook. You really get, especially for the people that take extra time to say, make sure you don't do this, make sure you're, you know, turning the heat off at this point. Um, and they're just a little more detailed than a lot of the stuff from like Gordon Ramsay, which is, is fine. But um, I think that he kind of glosses over a lot of the nitty gritty stuff and is just sort of like salt, pepper, uh, hit it, a little <laughs> bit of olive oil, and it just doesn't fully. I don't know. He, he's great. I love Gordon uh, for his many different shows and a lot of his instructional stuff, but I think that some of the other guys are a little better with actually learning. Yeah, but, maybe he's, uh, he's setting you up. He doesn't give you all the details, so he can set you up to be like, that's bad. I was going to say home run, but that's not a that's not a cooking term. We do get the, the Facebook ad for his Masterclass, which does look like he gets pretty detailed. You guys get advertisements for Masterclass? Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. It's not, I'd consider it. I mean, it's 15 bucks a month for the whole year. And does that give you access to everything? I don't know. To, to like any masterclass that you want? I think so. I thought, I, think you had, I, I thought you had to pay for like individual masterclasses. 
Maybe they changed up their pricing format. I don't know. That's I'm not sure. Look into it. That wouldn't surprise me if they did. Well, we've all been playing uh, some more Cyber Shadow. We'll talk about the ending of that and how me and Kenny have been struggling mightily with it. Uh, I eventually reached the summit. I don't know if you've gotten there yet. I've beaten the second boss. The second boss? Okay, so you are definitely well on your way. That's That spider guy was, I thought, kind of one of the weaker ones in the game. but It was just a slightly annoying. That was it. Yeah, not too bad, though. Um, did, you, did you destroy all his eyes before killing him? I can't recall. I can't recall. Yeah, you would have gotten an achievement if you did. Yeah, it pops an achievement if you did. Oh, really? Yeah, that game has some really neat feats slash achievements where you have to do things a really particular way. Like, it means that I'll never get the Platinum Trophy or the, you know, 1,000 Gamer Score. But um, one that I got by accident was against that Cybertron or whatever, uh, the, the first boss of the last chapter, and you have to pogo stick on his head 10 times in a row. And I felt pretty happy about that. Nice. Nice. Um, so you all been playing this game, which uh, from the description alone gives you major Among Us vibes. It's called Project Winter. It came out last year, and it seemed like it had a bit of a lukewarm reception. And now that it's out on Game Pass, it's been given maybe a new second chance lease on life. Uh, it seemed like there were quite a few lobbies I could join uh, when I was browsing before we did play for a little bit last night but uh i just played one game and kind of bounced because i wanted to watch the sopranos and i didn't want to learn a new game at that time so my <laughs> bad for that but um you guys have been playing it quite a bit kenny i know you you got like a dope looking skin and everything so i think uh you really taken to it why don't you tell me yeah he is what's, what's taking the lying and betraying his friends who trust him Wait, follow Kenny. Kenny, I don't know how to play the game. I played one match before. And he's like, it's okay. Come on. So he's going to go take a bunker, and I'm following him. And then he just turns around and goes, what? And then, what? What? And then I'm dead. Yeah. And I'm just a spooky ghost for 30 minutes. It's not fun. It's not a fun game. <laughs> yeah. Wadi, where, where did you want me to start? I want you to start with what type of game is it? Uh, is it worth checking out? You know, do you need friends to play it with? Um, style? I would say so. I'll start off. So it definitely is, you know, in line with the Among Us of whatever genre you would call that the multiplayer trader betrayer, you know, trader group, you know, survivor um, trader scenario. Yeah. Um, so you get, you know, out of eight players, two of them are traders. And when you're playing in a normal map, when we first tried to tr start you off, we started you off with in a basic map. So there was no roles. But when you get into the normal map, then you get the, the get, get roles. You got somebody who's an identity theft, so he's neither on, he's not on either person's side. He can actually theoretically take a trader's role and become a trader after a trader's been killed. Um, so it, I actually enjoy this right now more than I did Among Us, because Among Us, once you ran into the person who was the killer, um, the trader they killed you like there was no way to fight back here they give gives the survivor a chance um mm -hmm. you can fight back you could try and run away it's not an instant they can't instant drop you um and everybody's fighting against the same elements so are the killers so are you um you have you're in this mountain summit where you're trying to escape and you got periodic blizzards sometimes you get i like what i do like in between all of this it has global events and it 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 gives it like a nice little balance, right? One global event works in the favor of the killers, where it turns everybody into bun into like these bunny bunny costumes, and then it doesn't display anybody's name. So at that point in time, the killer can take advantage that nobody knows who he is and who and he could just start attacking people and trying to kill people at that point. Ah, okay. Well, then it also has a mechanic where. If you find the dead body, body, you can switch clothes with them and assume their their gamer tag above your head. That's what happened to me last night. I had people blaming me. Yep. He was just like, I was like, guys, it's my first game. I'm not that good. Like, <laughs> play off. Yep. Of course, it yep. turned out to be Kenny, who was playing everybody the whole time. <laughs> like, where, where am I going? North, south? I, 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 where, I can't find you guys. <laughs> 
I'm, I, I have been pretty good lately I, with my lying and just deceiving. Um, as Anthony said, I took advantage of Anthony's trust in me. Mm-hmm. I let him out to, into the woods, and I took advantage, chopped him down. Um, <laughs> Tyler, I've, oh, Tyler's also pretty good at being a traitor. There was one moment that he was a little, little we, we kind of set a trap for him, and we sprung it on him, um, <laughs> where we fixed one of the... because So here, instead of everybody having individual objectives like in among us it's global objectives right repair this power station together so we could start repairing the power station and putting the items we need in it the trader could come in and take those items out and run run away with it tyler was doing that he was non-stop just sabotaging others either planting poison bombs and also taking out items when we were trying to put items in so at the end we're like you know what we're, we're most likely not going to survive this let's bring a trap on the trader let's fix the power station and hide behind the building and and set ourselves up somewhere where it hides our gamer tags mm-hmm. and see who comes because if somebody comes to enter here there's no point in it because it's repaired so if they're coming they're coming to sabotage it <laughs> we saw tyler roll up and we instantly hopped on voice chat we we're like we, we sprung the trap on you tyler come here <laughs> yeah and that that was around where i didn't realize that that being exiled like blocks off like all the objectives and everything from you so like I couldn't mm-hmm. even get in there even if I wanted to because I was already exiled. Yep. Uh, so it was one of those things we were like, okay, you know, I found that out as well when he couldn't enter, and I was it was pretty interesting at that point. And um, I definitely say whereas in Among Us you're like, oh, you know, all the fun is when you're the killer. Well, here you have a nice little balance between the both because. Even after you think you killed both killers, you could have potentially killed two innocent people and the killers could still be amongst the group. And then you're sitting here like, oh, we're good, guys. We're set. We don't need to stay together. You know, uh, oh, we're fine. The killers are dead. And then boom, killers are still out there. You yeah, know? there's a lot more substance to this game compared to like in Among Us. Um, it's really cool because it has proximity chat features. So the only way that you can communicate people is if you're within a certain distance from each other. Um, they also have walkie-talkies, which give you kind of like a, a dedicated channel. If two people have the same color walkie-talkie that, so they can talk to each other anywhere on the map, um, and the traders like start off with their own like trader channel of walkie-talkies that they can communicate with each other. Um, so it just like has a lot more substance um, to a game like this compared to just an, an Among Us. For sure. I mean, there's lots of crafting and there's the survival elements with having to manage hunger and cold. Um, When I first booted the game up and went through the tutorials, my first thought was, oh, shit, I'm going to suck at this game. (laughs) Everybody starts off being horrible at the game. It it takes a couple matches then. First few rounds I played, I was was definitely just getting my bearing straight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's definitely when you need to... You can't just pick up and play like you can with Among Us. Like it's really surprising how similar that you know doesn't Among Us have eight players and there's two traders as well. Ten, ten, ten? players, yeah, okay. and it could be up to three traders too in there. It's one to three. Yep. Gotcha. So yeah, definitely very similar. Um, I I know one of your questions was, is it worth checking out? Definitely on Game Pass. It's crossplay between Game Pass PC and Xbox, so I say, why not? You know, if you got friends that only got a PC, they could just, and if they're not on Game Pass, why aren't they? And they yeah. could just jump in and try it out with you. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a good time. Like, it's easy to to lose three hours playing this. Most matches take about 20 minutes. If you're, if you're really pulling it to the brink of it, 20 minutes, um, maybe you can escape before that. You know, if you're pretty good, if you guys are good and the killers are, are trash and bad. Mm-hmm. So, I died about halfway through the match yesterday. Was just strolling off on my own, trying to find something to pick <laughs> up or drop down. Um, and after I died, it didn't really seem like I could do anything. Yeah, I just could switch between different characters. Uh, you know, spectating. Is is that the case? Was I missing something? Yeah, you definitely were missing something. So, as a ghost, you get you have four abilities after your in your in your death. You can provide firewood once your ability um, recharges. So you have once your ability recharges, you have four options to use it: firewood, um, food, healing, or you can actually decrease people's stats by freezing them. 
Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. I totally missed out. <laughs> I was a little bit embarrassed to ask, but and there was something weird going on with party slash in-game chat that I, I don't know. Hopefully I'll have a smoother experience my next go around with it. Uh, you guys think you're going to stick stick with it for a little while, or is it just a flavor of the week? Uh, I'd be down to play every time, any, anytime people want to play. Um, it's definitely a game better played with friends and people you know compared to jumping in and doing randoms for 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 me at least. Um, oh, sure. I, I don't yeah. think I would have as much fun playing getting into a lobby of seven other people I didn't know, just because I'm not that kind of pushing. Same. Uh, honestly, it's definitely one of those where right now I'm a, I'm trying to keep everybody at bay from burning the game out and making it where like I'm like ah I don't want to hear Project Winter again. You know, mm-hmm. we've done already like three four nights within the last seven days of like three four hours of it. Wow. So I really don't want to get burnt out on it. And Tyler, I guess Sky noticed. Side note: new background. I know. I used to be where that blue thing back next to the TV was. So, so I will say, Wiley, though, before we move on from Project Winter, I can, I can, confidently say I am the best player out of the group right here. Out of between me and Tyler, I am the better player. Yeah. I'm. Sorry. I'm glad that you put that in there because everybody wanted to know. I don't know. Everybody wants. Everyone always wants to know. Kenny, how nasty are you? I'm. I'm extremely nasty at this game. Well, I saw you were playing Rogue Company earlier too. How's that going? Oh man, I know we've already talked about it a lot on the show, but well, I, I'm happy that Adobe from the chat from the Discord server is jumping on with me. Um, he's pretty, he's extremely good at it, and we are now dabbling into ranked. I've been always kind of flirting with the idea of going going with the ranked matches, but mm-hmm. I need somebody else. I can't. I need the Shack to my Kobe. Okay. I, I can't play with Adobo no more after he uh, <laughs> <laughs> after he yelled at me that one time. <laughs> what game was that during or playing? It was it was also Rogue Company. We were playing Rogue oh. Company one time with Adobo, and I can't remember him and somebody else we were playing with. We just started like screaming at each other. Yeah, it's supposed to get intense. Me and Tyler are pretty. Uh, well, Tyler, you can get a little um, more <laughs> agitated than I do. Tyler got flustered that day. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Tyler came out. So why don't we talk a little bit about Cyber Shadow? We talked about it a good deal last week, and I feel like Kenny and I were halfway through the game. Tyler had already finished it, and I think one of the things I said was, "Tyler, does this get more difficult later on?" He's like, "Oh yeah, platforming gets a little more difficult," and he's a damn liar because this game. Unbelievably hard. <laughs> and uh, me and Kenny just for a couple of days there were just commiserating over Chapter 8 and Chapter 9, which the checkpoints become like something that's your see off in the distance that you just can't quite reach. because Yeah, they're... it's an oasis at, at, the, at that point. Like you're in, We're in the desert with these platforming sections yeah. in Chapter 8 and 9, and you see, a, you see a checkpoint from afar. You're like, is it real? a mirage um there was a couple man like where they just every room you would enter and then you'd see a new intricate section like remember that one i believe it was in chapter eight or nine where there was a really long section and then there was like a mini boss when there was god lava on the sides yes and then another room with like three turrets and another projectile enemy it was Ooh. Man, the PTSD I'm gonna have from for for platformers after this game, right? Because right now I I was ready to give up, like enter chapter ten, and I was like, Ugh, a boss, and then I was like, not beating it. Then I beat it, and then the platforming, and I was like, oh, just give up, Kenny, stop pushing through. <laughs> then I made it to another checkpoint. I'm like, you, I'm like, ah, ah. actually considerably easier than eight or nine. Um, that's just my personal opinion, but I, I didn't think it was too bad as far as the platforming goes. There is one last section. I don't know if you've gotten to it yet where you got to just keep jumping up and up and up that leads up to the last boss, which is, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I guess if you, you would have been, um, by now, if you had done that section, how many bosses are there in, in chapter 10? 
There's only three. There's there's the first two, and then there's the final one. So, so then the next one you got to yeah you got to start going up, right? So then you're like just consistently going up and like um doing the down smash and then jumping after the down smash to get reach higher. I am hating that part right now. <laughs> hating that part. Okay, well that's the last part of the game. Oh my god! Thank God. I need a. You know what it is? I've been what I've been doing is in doses. I make give myself five attempts at making it to the next checkpoint. And if I don't, I shut it off. That's a great way to do it. <laughs> and then I come back, five attempts, shut it off. So once you I'm curious, how have you done as far as finding HP and SP upgrades? Um, for the most part, I think with the SP upgrades, I think I've gotten three out of the eight, is it? I think and... And I, I actually only got three as well. Okay, I so I, I got, got three like out of two or three of them. I got all the HP ones. Oh, nice! I, I missed some yeah. of those. Um, I missed some initially, but then I went back and played the first. Like I traveled all the way back to chapter one, played all the way through chapter six in like two hours, wow. and found them all. Um, wow! So that was a big and literally finding those increased my health by three little dots. And getting hit by one projectile from the last boss does three dots of damage. Oh. But, but I would have died. I would have died if I didn't, because I only had two when I finally beat him. So <laughs> it was worth the worth the backtracking. Um, but anyway, I, I will have a. Well, we will have. Tyler's working on the video portion. I just sent him the audio for the uh, official level with you review. So keep an eye out for that sometime later on this week i would assume um and tyler you played through a new indie platformer um pretty different art style than cyber shadow called olia uh it kind of looks like sword and sorcery if anybody used to play that game back on ipad back in the day it was like right when ipad came. okay similar art style but um what do you think of this 2d uh, I thought I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it's got a little bit of a, a story and narrative to it that you're able to follow. Um, I mean, you play as this uh, character, uh, Lord. You know, starts with an F. I can't I can't remember it now. Um, Farquaad. And some sign of first, our, yeah, I, I played the first half hour and then decided to, to that I have to finish Cyber Chef. <laughs> <laughs> forgot about it for until now but i am gonna go back um so how do you think of the combat you have this spear that gives you a lot of mobility you can sort of use it to transport yourself to anywhere i mean like Mm -hmm. to an extent (laughs) yeah i mean the combat um is i mean it's not very challenging i mean i feel like it's more about traversal than anything um Mm -hmm. each screen that you're playing through typically has like all these little like harmless eyeball little things that you're able to throw your spear bat at and then teleport to to um I feel like there it's more about traversal than it is about killing enemies I mean our enemies uh, at times but they, it's easy easy enough just to like combo them uh either with I found my find myself using uh that the sword that you get at the very beginning it's kind of like mm-hmm. a prime primary attack weapon because it's faster than the spear um but you do get upgrades later on that uh, make the spear a little bit more useful um i thought it was really cool how as you progress through the game uh you end up rescuing this guy who makes hats and that's kind of what ends up being like a special ability um you get crafting material in each stage um you go back to this hat maker and you can unlock new hats that you can wear into uh, upcoming stages. And those will give you like different uh, abilities, like the first hat that you unlock, like launches feathers at enemies. Um, second hat that you unlock like makes you impervious to acid and things like that. Um, I think mm. there's like eight different hats that you can, can unlock. I think I only got five or six of them when I finished it. It was pretty short, right? You think you were done in what four or five hours? Yeah, I think it was probably done in five six. Gotcha. Um, so, just in the opening section that I played, I thought it was kind of cool how the the map was structured. It sort of seemed like a um, you know top down Spirit Fair style 
navigation system where you're selecting where it sort of gradually reveals itself to you and you can enter new places and um is that present throughout the game uh yeah pretty much so i mean there's only a portion of the map that's accessible to you and like in that portion you have like two or three stages that you can go to um and once you i mean each stage usually consists of like collecting these keys um and then you use the keys to open a door to like the final stage in that section of the map um and then that final stage typically has a boss which will then uh give you a, a blue key which is a key that you use to get to like the final final stage of, stage of the game final um and then after you beat that boss it typically gives it gives you like a new map piece it's like oh give this to the to the ship captain and you'll be able to explore new areas so and then it unlocks another like three stages that you go into you kind of do the the same thing you're looking for the keys to unlock the the final boss uh area in that How portion the uh the bosses are pretty cool um i thought they were well designed um again i wouldn't say this is a very difficult game uh, i think i only died twice um my entire playthrough um i think that was mainly because i like fell in some spikes a bunch of times or i was trying to do like what like a tra traversal over like a certain area and i just like couldn't get it right away gotcha um but i mean the bosses yeah, are cool cyber shadow yeah it, it'll definitely be a like, good good um counter to it uh-huh uh cool so that's olia a little bit of a strange title but uh i think it's pretty neat tyler enjoyed it enough it's only 15 bucks it's out on um well i know it's out on playstation other than that i don't actually know you spell it o-l-i-j-a if you're wanting to check it out um now i played a little bit of this game called concrete genie and anthony i'm going to assign you as interviewer of me because i know we haven't focused so much on your wonderful self so far That's so okay Concrete so tell me. The game came out uh, last year sometime. It's a PlayStation 4 exclusive, uh, a little bit of a artsy stop-motion style, um, 3D, but um, very striking stylized uh, environment. You play as this uh, 13-year-old or so boy who uh, is bullied right off in the beginning scene. His, uh, his notebook of characters that he draws as little doodles uh, gets, you know, in, thrown in the ocean. Uh, but somehow he ends up at a lighthouse shortly thereafter and is realizing he, that the pages are floating around. Uh, and then one of his creations comes to life. And what's really neat about it, or what's unique about it, is that uh, you are taking part in the creation of the creatures by using the controller, uh, the motion controls. So, you know, you'll select a outline of what you want to draw, and then you'll select uh, more particular things, and you're just using the motion controller to sort of, I, I want his horns to go this way and that way, and I want him to... I don't know, have this funny tail, and then as soon as you like hold square to bring to life, you see it sort of uh, reveal itself to you, and it's jumping around, and it's pretty neat. You're like, oh, wow, I just drew that, and now it's acting all funny and animated and wanting me to do tricks for it, and yada yada. Um, so... Mm. What else you want to know, Anthony? So what uh like what what's the like what's the meat of the gameplay? Is it just like creature creation or can you like do you take the guys that you make through different stages? Great question. So you go back to uh the town where you live right after you leave the lighthouse, and this is an old fishing village that has been sort of abandoned, and the only people left there are these juvenile delinquents, the bullies mm -hmm. that are just sort of the antagonists that you sometimes have to stealth away from in these very minor stealth sections. Um, your goal is to make the town beautiful again, and you do this by... Uh, there's all these lights that you need to activate throughout the town. You can use any sort of design you want on some of them. Um, like, you know, say you want this section of the city to look like 
the northern lights or you want this one to look like a forest you're just using your wand to sort of uh and you can you can turn off the motion controls i i'm not sure which i prefer yet at this point mm-hmm. um, and it's it's just neat um sometimes you'll see what are these little creatures of yours on the ground and then you can customize them and they can help you uh by they have the innate ability to set things on fire to <laughs> remove obstacles out of your way mm-hmm. so that's how sort of you can't explore everything right off the bat right uh, like your objective will be something like uh clear these eight sections in zone one and zone two and then you'll be able to draw what's called your masterpiece which is sort of how you finish each section where you do a very detailed um drawing and it looks really pretty and after you do your masterpiece you can usually move on to the next section of the game. And that's actually as far as I got yesterday in my opening probably hour and a half with it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's neat. Like it's it's I think it didn't sell very well, which is a shame because I, I know that Sony did a lot of sort of artsy games like this for the PS3. And I think that they were rarer on the PS4. Um I hope that it's a success on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, that'd be nice. It definitely helps, like anything, kind of with coming to Game Pass as well. You know, hopefully that skyrockets its, uh, you know, uh, awareness a bit. Yeah, Sony's been having to pick their game up with PS Plus because of yeah. the, the ballerness of Game Pass. So, um, I, you know, we also got Control Ultimate Edition. Sucks for the people that bought it recently, but it's uh, that's a hell of a game. And that's the other free PS Plus this month. Yeah, that's the other one. So. Anyway, hope that this gives a, gives people uh, the opportunity to check it out. Well, it does, but help people take the opportunity. Um, mm. So let's see what else we got. Um, Anthony, you you've been messing around with your Game Boy Advance emulator. Anything oh yeah. You want to uh, touch on as far as uh, what you've been doing? Uh, it's definitely a lot. Uh, playing around with an emulator, highly recommend if anyone is in the market for playing around with Game Boy games or Game Boy Advance ROMs um, on their computer. You can do. Uh, Visual Boy Advance is the one I use, and it's very, it's very nice. Uh, super easy to set up. I actually have my uh, Xbox controller mapped to it right now. Super simple to set up to run controller wise, and I th- I got absorbed, to- totally absorbed last night when I should have been probably doing some work. But uh, in this game, Guardian Heroes Advanced or Advanced Guardian Heroes, I had it from when I was a lot younger. It's a sequel to a Sega Saturn game, Guardian Heroes. Oh, okay. That came out. Um, but it's it's a beat 'em up game by treasure treasure did like gunstar heroes uh mischief makers i wish they would do more stuff because i really like their uh their art style for their games is sweet um they're a little less well known but they also put out another game on game boy advance called gunstar superheroes which is like the sequel to gunstar heroes on uh sega genesis but yeah guardian heroes advance i remember i grew up with it i had it on game boy i remember it being hard but going back and playing it i i sat down and i i beat the story mode in one sitting last night of just like again and again there's a bunch of saves coming thankfully it made it a lot easier because if you die in one part it usually throws you all the way back to the beginning of the stage and the stage is just like wave after wave after wave of enemies a boss mid boss like it's not uncommon to get thrown like in one level like maybe five six bosses i'm just checking out screenshots of it it looks like a pretty cool art style that game boy advance i don't know ness that you yeah too much i was in. surprised with a lot of the stuff you could definitely tell even with an emulator is slow down still because they throw like eight nine enemies at you on screen at once and you're just sitting there trying to like bounce through all of them or like you have uh, if you hold r and press the b button because there's only a b on the game boy advance and r and l start and select uh if you hold r and press b usually like you get a little magic and depending on your character you can shuffle through like four or five different sets of magic and they all kind of do different uh abilities there's one that's like a homing little like fireball you can shoot at least the character i was playing you could like shoot the fireball and then it like comes back in and out hitting like hitting people there's one where you can like sit there and charge up and then you shoot and it's just this big laser beam that'll hit multiple times. Yeah. Well, it looks like it had pretty mixed reviews when it came out in 2004. Yeah. Um, Nintendo Power said, although it contains RPG elements, Advanced Guardian Heroes is really an action game that requires fast reflexes and arcade-style fighting skills. And then we had G4, and sorry <laughs> if this offends you, but if they said it's simply... Okay. Simply an awful game and isn't deserving of your time or money. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's rough. Wow. wow. That Ouchy one hit hard. Holy crap. 
I thought it was fun. I mean, I was also, I've had it since I was growing up, so it's probably nostalgia too. I couldn't recommend it more than an emulator. You know, if you have the ROM, it's, you can, you know, uh, go through story mode. It's, it's two player. Surprisingly, for a Game Boy Advance game, it supports two players. You got that link cable, though. You got to mm-hmm. have the link cable. Yeah, it's it's hard, though. It was it was very rough, but it was a fun time. I, I can't believe I could it sucked me in. It had me wanting to beat it because I was like, I don't remember if I beat it or not when I was younger. Because it gives you when you've died, you get this opportunity or like some dude pops up on the top screen. And he's like, hey, I'm the guy who rules everything. Uh, if you want to give me your soul, I can give you an invincible body for a little bit. And the default option is like, no, I'll never sell my soul, which is the, what you're supposed to choose. So you can go back, restart the level. But they give you an option to do that. So you just become invincible and like super powered up for a little bit. But then you just die. Oof. Well, so it, it, was, it was fun. The deep cut, advanced, what's it called? Guardian Heroes Advanced. Mm-hmm. Or Advanced Guardian Heroes, I'm not sure which. I'm not sure where the advanced <laughs> comes first. <laughs> so um, I just want to briefly mention that I played some Halo 3 ODST, and I just don't get why people seem to like that game, because it's just it's just Halo, but there's a little map, um, and, you're, <laughs> and you're weak. Um, but anyway, I'm going to give it that another sucks. shot. I didn't like it when I was a kid. I, I booted up Master Chief Collection, played the first four levels, um, and it, it just seemed like the weakest of the bunch to me. But that's just my personal opinion, neither here nor there. All right, now we're going to move into our topic of the show this week, which is difficulty, inspired by Kenny and I's struggles with Cyber Shadow, and Tyler's not so much. Uh, we want to talk about what makes a game too hard too easy what's the right middle section do we think that developers have responsibilities to add accessibility options in games etc etc so why don't we start off with a general question what's the genre that we think that we're really good at if any i think i'm pretty good at uh most platformers Mm -hmm. most action most uh 2d platformers yes Definitely most 2D platformers. But, I mean, so, I mean, it really depends. Like, you go to, like, old school, like, Mega Man-like platformers. Oh, like, oh. I struggle with, like, the original Mega Mans. Dude, Mega Man 2 is so hard. At least the, the Wily stage. The game's decent until you get to a point. But once you get that Wily stage, the stupid dragon, that's you got to beat at the end? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. That's where I got. I got to the Wily stage in Mega Man 2. That's the only yep. one I've ever gotten to the last boss. They're so hard. The Wily stages so are rough. Yellow Devil. I don't know if the Yellow Devil's, but yeah. I mean, uh, so okay. Platformers for Tyler, Kenny. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Um, first thing, because I'm cocky, I wanted to say everything, but then that's not true <laughs> because I suck at any game developed by From Software. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. To the to the platformers. So, and I would say over encompassing. You take out those two guys, kick them out of the party, and then everybody can stay. And I'm good at everything else. Pick one, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> if I gotta pick one, Tyler, a sport sports games. Oh, I was gonna say sports. That's my favorite. You guys know that. <laughs> I'm so good at NBA two five two K two C. Okay, so, we know the answer for you. It's, it's JRPGs. You're on that grind all the time. Always. Me, myself, it's kind of hard to pick just one. I don't think there's any that I really super excel at. I, like, I, was, I would say 3D platformers, but then Crash 4 came out. and That's just hard. Shattered all my confidence as far as that goes. Um, pretty good at console first-person shooters. Nothing special. But uh, anyway, I guess the, the real crux of what i want to talk about is uh where do we like games to to fall as far as difficulty goes and does it depend on the genre our moods you know like i'd say moods definitely is a big big factor i mean i thought i I thought um cyber shadow was like a really good game for me um Mm -hmm. i enjoyed the difficulty level of it um there were definitely times where i needed to learn how to progress through certain levels and I was I was fine with kind of dying the amount of times that I did um mm-hmm. but then I kind of after I beat that I went to go and play uh Olia Olija whatever you want to call it um and I mean that was just too easy um I don't think there was enough difficulty in that um 
So, I mean, and, and they're both kind of the same type of genre. Mm-hmm. I think what Cyber Shadow frustrated me at times was the lack of checkpoints and just sort of the uh, little bit of a game of memorization that it became after a certain time uh, where you're just going through the same sections that you know how to do uh, and you're just... Um, it just becomes not fun anymore. There, there's just there were sections of the game where the first few times you almost get it and you're having a having a blast, and then by the twelfth or fifteenth time where you die on the same pit of spikes and you have to repeat the last five minutes, it gets pretty freaking annoying. I know Kenny's nodding along; he seems to agree with this. One hundred percent. But then it's yeah. so satisfying when you're like, "Oh my god, please let there be a checkpoint on the next screen," and then it's there. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. That's for sure true. And I think that maybe that, that, that was probably his intention and it definitely made it so like during some parts my hands were like I had to steady them in order to make sure I could make the next jump. Um, mm-hmm. And that's different than a game like Celeste which had checkpoints on every single screen. Extremely difficult game but you were never saying man I can't believe I have to do this whole part again. Uh, and I, at times, was like, man, I, they could make this game even harder, Cyber Shadow, if they were to respect the player's time a little bit and put a checkpoint, maybe not of every screen, but just a little bit more often, so you're not repeating the same sections. Um, so I think that with all there is to play these days, games that go out of their way to sort of make things more difficult or, or sort of, there's a term artificial difficulty where i think you could uh throw cyber shadow in that category at times like i still very positive on the game people will hear that when they hear the review but um so kenny why don't you tell me about your experiences with the FromSoft games you said you struggle with those you're good at everything else uh is it what is it about it, it it's just the I want to say just the difficulty of enemies from minor enemies to bigger enemies. It's it, it, it tries to invoke patience in me that sometimes I just don't have mm-hmm. or the I'm too aggressive or I see a window that's not a, not really there. And as much as I could die a hundred times, I don't grasp it. You know, I don't grasp the fact that, you know what? just dodge left or, oh, watch this, this boss, because I know with the bosses, you got to learn pattern, their, their attack patterns, right? Yep. Um, and I feel as though, as much as I struggle in 2D platformers, right? Cyber Shadow, I was able to learn the attack patterns easier than I will ever learn a from software bosses attack, attack pattern, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel as though sometimes, you know, I may overthink things. I'm like, oh, I think he's doing this attack, and then he's not doing that attack. And then I'm like, what was the rotation again? And I'm in the moment. I even struggled with Dark Souls 3's boss, first boss, which is like... So did Taylor. Supposed to be, you know, like, hey, this is how you do <laughs> your use the mechanics and get through this guy. Go play the real game. And no, it felt like I was playing the real game there, and I couldn't get through it. Yeah, that's... The- I have to agree. I'm not, uh, it's those from software tosses are just, I'd have to like psych myself up to get really good or like at least feel like I'm decently good at the games or like can get past the first couple bosses. I think I'm not necessarily good at them. I think that I, I do have maybe the patience that's needed to, to let those encounters play out in the more, uh, methodical fashion that they're designed to. Um, it took me a lot to get over it. Tyler remembers back when Bloodborne came out and we were in college, I was uh, hating the game and I think I considered like returning it. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, finally got through that first section, beat the first boss, and then I was hooked. And then Hell I yeah. played all the FromSoft games that, that year, I think in 2016. Um, you know, 15 into 16. And... I think that from software sort of gets a gets a pass just because people love the game so much and their 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 art style is so impressive and the the bosses are so intricately designed but I do think that you could make an argument and I understand the argument that the, these games should have an an easy mode or an assist mode something like that um but that's 
the the counter argument is that the difficulty is the identity of those games. If you take away that, then it's sort of just it's not the artistic's vision. They want you to struggle, uh, but that's really sort of like saying, well, this game's not for you to a large portion of the audience who's just either not going to be skilled enough, have the patience, have the time. And, you know, that's art, I guess. So that, that is the side for Dark Souls I land on. However, on the flip side of things, I do think it's great uh, when developers think that it's totally fine to implement, you know, uh, vast accessibility options. And I was wondering if Kenny, as a colorblind person, how are colorblind modes for you? And do you use them? Are, are they good? You know what's funny is that I always forget that some games or most games might have these um, options, so I never look for them. So I'm so you if you ever actually truly watch me playing a game where it might be teeter tottering and it might be uh, entering my realm of what of what affects me with my color blindness, I will sit there and I'm like stressing the eyes <laughs> instead of just pressing pause, looking for. The colorblind. I think I think I I turned on the Witcher 3's colorblind um, accessibility, right, for my specific one or one the one that I was like, okay, this one pops for me. Seventy seventy percent into the game. Damn. Yeah. So that's like hour sixty. <laughs> yep. Um. So I know that one that I heard them talk about on the bombcast that made uh, Jeff Gersman, who's colorblind, have a lot of trouble was Cuphead. Because, because of the colors of the pink and the blue. Uh, yes, that is that is one I struggled with as well. Because I was like, "Is that pink?" Or I jump at a at one that I thought was pink real quickly, trying to uh, trying to gain my my special by popping those. Yep. I'm wondering if at this point that they patched it in because I think that that was. Um, I don't know. I'm still seeing threads. Does it have a color by <laughs> mode? Does it have a color by mode? Where is it? I really wish it had one. So. Maybe not. Huh. But anyway, I do think it's neat when it's done right. I think that The Last of Us Part Two, the way that it really, you could super customize the difficulty was great. Like you could make it so the stealth was easy or and that the combat was hard or that the exploration was more pointing you in a, in a certain direction or not. And I think that uh, maybe Assassin's Creed Valhalla actually did a similar thing. Do you remember yeah, that? yeah, yeah, they did. I, I remember right when you start the game, you're able to select whether you want, like, how you want combat to be, how you want stealth to be, and I mean, it really kind of grinded down. Like, like if you wanted to play the game stealthily, you could select that you want the enemies to l locate you easier, um, but you actually have to be stealthy and things. Like that. Um, I know, like Ghost of Tsushima also had like some similar. Um, disability options too. I don't think as as in depth as Valhalla, but so I'm looking on PlayStation.com's accessibility options for Last of Us Part Two, and the the, the nitty gritty they get into here is is far beyond even what I had mentioned. Like there are lots of different options for people who are hard of hearing, people who uh, have uh, difficulty seeing as well. So they really went the extra mile as far as that goes, and I think that's pretty neat, and they should be given props for it. I think that they have been. Um, where was I going with this? There was something that I wanted to, to, I don't know, talk about as far as... Oh, yeah. So the last thing I wanted to talk about was getting help in a game when we're feeling frustrated. So we, of course, Kenny, struggled mightily with the second half of Cyber Shadow, how many videos have you looked up, if any? None. None? None, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, I, I looked up a, a last boss video. I got stuck on the last boss for like three mm -hmm. hours. It barely helped, honestly. It barely helped. Like, the, the, the thing that I did learn from it was that uh, how important the th certain things are in the third phase the, the, as far as item usage goes. Okay. And, uh, other than that... Uh, do you guys have rules you set for yourself as as far as looking things up? I, I feel like I'm, I'm I feel much less guilty about it than Tyler does. I know that from being mm -hmm. his friend for so many years. But uh, what's your mo as far as uh, getting help? 
I usually uh, kind of run around if I feel like I'm wasting too much time, like not getting to where I want to be, so to speak. Like if I have an objective or something, or if I pick a game up after, you know, maybe a couple days of, you know, my brain's <laughs> 16 different places. So I come back to like a Dragon Quest game. You don't have like an option or older one or something to see like what you have to do or where to go. Then I usually will look up a walkthrough. But for me, I don't have a like a high tolerance to like wait. I'll usually, if I can't, you know, figure out something within 15 20 minutes of messing around i'll just go straight to a walkthrough or something yeah especially those jrpgs i mm. not, not knowing where to go oh yeah such a frustrating like that's why dragon dragon quest was so great about sort of gently reminding you of what you're doing and where to go next and i guess it was a little more than gently but that, that was part of the reason why i think a lot of people got through that game was because they did a great job of sort of Saying, oh, well, here's yeah, the okay, go here. so far. The, the, the gang was en route to... Yeah, oh, yeah, they have the recaps, right? You, you're, you're totally right. Yeah, that's a, that was a big thing, especially playing through that the first time. I was like, that's great. I love yeah. that that has, like, the recap. And you have the, they have the party talk, too. I just remembered you can, like, press B, and you can talk to your party in the big hurry. We gotta yeah. go uh, save that guy's cat or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I have somebody that put 20 hours into that game, took six months off, put 20 hours into that game, now I've taken about six months off again. I think Time I can go, go back. back. I can go back just because of the stories at the time. Um, there you go. Um, yeah. yeah, I think like in terms of like looking up things for games, if it has anything to do like story-wise, like progression, I usually try not to do any look up anything if it, if it relates to that. But in the rare cases where I kind of like want to go like completionist mode, so like things maybe like. Kingdom Hearts related or like JRPG related. Um, I mean, there have been times like in Persona where I like wanted to figure out like, okay, like, how, like what's the best way to like do this thing in order to unlock this certain thing because I want to get it really bad. Um, <laughs> then I'll like look up videos for that and things like and walkthroughs. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. And I think some games these days. The developers almost expect you to do that. I mean, especially looking at Destiny's raids, like people want you to essentially watch a watch a twenty minute YouTube video so you know what we're doing, so you're not slowing down the other five of us who have you know done this a couple times before. Um, I know there is the great feelings of of learning it all on your own, but um, some games these days, and the one that just sticks out to me most is Destiny, and it has such a big YouTube community because of all the secrets it has and all the difficult steps to getting the exotic quests and all the secrets and things of that nature that uh the community feeling like they're discovering it on their own but actually it's you know dotto or whoever big destiny streamer is doing it um i don't know it creates a feeling of like mysteriousness that you're not able to figure it out in the game itself that you actually have to find a resource uh you know youtube.com if you're if you're looking for help yeah outside it's not and thankfully we have the uh internet now because i remember being like way back when before i had access to the internet you know getting stuck in a game you know you were also a lot younger and your uh patience wasn't as high as it was is now and kind of just giving up and getting frustrated whereas now it's a lot more lenient with that we can just you know we have our phones just access to the internet at any time you had to buy the strategy guides you had to you did <laughs> oh no no yep. no 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 or it call would always... nintendo it would be gamefacts.com for me if anything oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 I definitely cool. bought my fair share of strategy guys like i love strategy there. guides still you, i love them you know I, i'm what? so sad they're not around as much i was more the clean I, even though i saw the strategy guys in the store right sometimes i still loved more the gamefacts.com like walkthroughs because people got so intricate with it they do designs with different oh, yeah. characters and things like that and i'm like this looks so cool but then you also i'd have to do the, i gotta yep. do the i gotta do the 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 control f to just find yeah. what, I'm looking, what i'm looking for because i'm not trying to see the whole thing i'm like all right uh, for me, it was always that. Um, I think I always shied away from looking anything up. Um, truly, it has to be a puzzle that I've really attempted to handle, and I can't figure it out. Um, other than that, if it's to beat a boss, I I tend to just tough it out and try and figure it out on my own. Yeah. Um, JRPGs also, I don't really. I um, I will say I will look up anything that is 
if a, if an RPG has anything where like, oh, you know, answer these tests right, um, gain experience, gain intelligence, gain something. I'm not wasting my time trying to answer the right answers yeah. oh, right, yeah. things correctly. <laughs> Yeah, looking You're up right the answer. Right. Oh yeah, that's all. I followed that guy religiously for Yakuza. Yeah, I said, I, I, was it you that sent it to me? Or I sent it to yeah. you, the Yakuza. Mm-hmm. I think you sent. But we both were. That was cool because we were both. Like, that's why, I like now, it's like we have access to the internet. It's like, oh, if we're both into a game. You can be like, oh, hey, you know, just in case you got here, like, it just gave me a lot of trouble, and it's something, you know, it's just it's questions about real world stuff or something, you know, mm-hmm. you can't just get straight out of the game. Exactly. So definitely in moments like that, Persona Five, Yakuza um use use the quick article that has the, all the answers to it i'm like all right you know perfect or um even with persona 5 i was like i already beat this game i'm playing royal i want to max out every interaction i encounter so what's mm-hmm. the best possible response per per encounter boom had that strategy open on the on the computer i'm like all right this interaction with this person, um, this is the third interaction. All right, what's the responses? All right, here, use this one, do this one, do this one, do this one. Perfect. Maxed out the responses with, with them in that inter, in that conversation. Not wasting any time trying to figure out, oh, how should I answer? Oh, I'm going to role play it. No, nope. let's, yep. max those, <laughs> let's max those things out and keep it pushing. Yep, especially in a 200 plus hour game when you're like, oh, I'm not really going to go through this again anytime soon. <laughs> right, that makes Total sense. So as far as a completionist and maybe see all you can see, max out your stats, you guys are cool with. But as, as long as it's if it's going to hurt your pride a little bit, you're going to hold I'll off. Avoid it. Yep. Well, avoiding it if it's going to hurt my pride, it's going to make me feel like, damn, I really cheated my way through this. I'd rather cheese it in game. If I if I find the glitch and I'm in the glitch in the moment where if I spam this attack, I could take down the boss. I'd rather do that than to look up a guide on how to beat it. Oh yeah, that's always a great feeling when you find a way to cheese a boss on your own. That's how I felt with that boss when I was doing the pogo stick uh, and got that achievement in Cyber Shadow. Nice. <laughs> and you had mentioned Game Facts, and that's one of those websites that I, I so appreciate that still looks how it did back when we were kids for the most part. Like it is very similar. I just pulled it up. Yeah, People- Game Facts oh, yeah. and Neopets look exactly the same. And Neopets, <laughs> yes, they do. They have not changed. <laughs> Um, the pets are supposed to come back. I don't know what they would, what they did with that. People are not, I, 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 re, I re recovered my account and everything after I was ready. I got all my guys were dead. I don't know what they did with it, but people are still making guides in the same fashion that they used to. They're even better now. They're easier to, you know, find where you want to go. You used to have to scroll through these endless documents, and, and now they're got links to all the different sections. I think it's really cool that people actually enjoy doing this. It sounds like absolute a huge drag to me. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, for real, like putting together one of those guides. But yeah, for the you know, thank you for all those out there that want to take the time and effort and make a I don't know a jillion long scrolling page on GameFAQs. I I will be I will say that when I first got into GameFAQs, right, and I was like, damn, hey, well, dial up. I don't know. I don't know when I'm gonna be. I'm gonna get on next time to check out this this guide if I need it. Let's print it. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> mm-hmm. So much paper. How do why is so many pages? It's so bad. Mom's gonna get mad if she sees. She's gonna see a waste of paper. Mom, that's not a waste. It's not a waste of paper. I need to play the game. Over over here, covering the printer with like a sheet so it doesn't make so to muffle the yep. sound. Just, yeah, those things are so loud. Because my mom was in her room, and I was like, "Damn, this is too loud." <laughs> Printing out eight hundred pages, she's gonna be like, "Where's all the ink? Li- where's all the ink?" <laughs> I don't know. On the I paper, don't know mom. how this works, mom. It's on the paper. I'm like think, five, mom. Come on. Think it, I think it runs out quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, one cool thing about writing for Game Facts is that you have the chance of getting noticed by IGN or some of the other big websites. I know that uh, Colin Moriarty, who's formerly of Kind of Funny, now of Last Stand Media, got his start. Uh, partially due to his Mega Man guides that are still up on GameFAQs. I'm reading one right now. Wow. And I think that's pretty cool as somebody that's been listening to his podcasts off and on since 2012 or so. So nice. still there, written June 14th, 2001 for the first Mega Man. I think there's one for all the other Mega Mans too. So neat that they're still, uh, from a preservation standpoint, 
still available for people. Hell yeah. So, yeah, that about does it as far as what I wanted to talk about with difficulty and accessibility and seeking for help. I guess I didn't answer on how long it takes for me to finally hop over to the computer. Um, depends on the type of game. You let's know, hear I, it, Wiley. Is it 15 <laughs> minutes? <laughs> I think, let's say, I would say 10 deaths in a dark, from a Dark Souls boss. Or, That's fair. Yeah. Uh, if I'm... Not, what I can't stand more in anything in games is just having a not knowing where I'm going next. Uh, mm -hmm. it, after I'm walking back and forth in an area for 10, 15, 20 minutes, I start to physically get nauseous. I don't know what it is, but something about it gives me anxiety. Whenever I'm done for the night playing a game, I have to know what my next objective is. I have to be like, like I can't just say, oh, well, I'll figure it out in the morning. I'll be like, okay, I'm just going to look this up so I can start fresh next time I play. Um, so yeah, I'm not super proud about avoiding it. Uh, I don't do, make a habit of it. I try to avoid it. I try to experience it without help, but there's so much to play that sometimes I just say, fuck it. Oh yeah. I don't think there's anything inherent personally for me. I don't think there's anything wrong looking mm -hmm. up guides. You're just enjoying what you paid for. <laughs> I'm, a, right, I'm, a, I'm a prideful man, so um, well, I'll go down swinging. <laughs> No surprise there. All right. So that's going to do it for the Level With You show this week. It has been episode 90. If you haven't already, like the video, subscribe, tell your friends, join the Discord, and we will see everybody next week. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.